Hello and welcome back to the podcast at the end of the universe. I am your host Elizabeth, a small business owner and Quaker minister in upstate New York. And today's episode is about forcing people into decisions. Without any further ado, let's get right to it. On today in history, August 1st, 1628, Emperor Ferdinand II issued a momentous edict that demanded the Protestant population of Austria renounce their faith and convert to Catholicism. This decree came amidst the backdrop of the Thirty Years' War, which was a devastating conflict that engulfed much of Europe with religious tensions at its core. The Emperor's decision to impose religious uniformity had far-reaching consequences, affecting not only the religious landscape of Austria, but also political stability, social cohesion, and economic well-being. The Thirty Years' War was a complex conflict that arose primarily from religious disputes, territorial ambitions, and power struggles among European states. Initially, the war began as a mere religious struggle between Catholics and Protestants in the Holy Roman Empire, something that had been going on for decades. But Ferdinand II was a devout Catholic, and he viewed the rising influence of Protestantism within his realm as a threat to his authority and a threat to the unity of the empire. But really, it was about his power. So, on August 1st, 1628, Ferdinand II issued an edict aimed to eradicate Protestantism within Austria. The emperor believed that enforcing religious unity under Catholicism would restore order, strengthen his authority as the head of the Holy Roman Empire, and secure his power base. The edict required all Protestants to abandon their faith and embrace Catholicism as the sole permitted religion in the region. But it did not go as smoothly as he was probably envisioning. There were serious consequences to this edict. Number one being the religious persecution and dissent. The most immediate consequence of the edict was the persecution of Protestants who resisted conversion. Many Protestants faced religious discrimination, confiscation of their property, imprisonment, and even execution. Some chose to go into exile, seeking refuge in neighboring Protestant territories, which further depleted Austria's intellectual and economic resources. The second consequence was political instability. The edict triggered political unrest within the empire, as Protestant nobles and rulers refused to comply with the emperor's demands. This resistance resulted in internal conflicts and weakened the central authority of the Holy Roman Empire. This ultimately contributed to its fragmentation. The third and perhaps the most powerful consequence of the edict was economic decline. The expulsion of Protestant merchants skilled workers, and intellectuals from Austria led to a severe economic downturn. Keep in mind, this was during an era 
where you needed skilled craftsmen, you needed skilled tradespeople, you needed people who knew how to make shoes, you needed butchers, you needed blacksmiths. In order for society to operate, you needed people who had skills and you needed people who were able to sell things. This was before the Industrial Revolution. We had not yet perfected large-scale manufacturing. So with the expulsion of the merchants, the skilled workers, and also the intellectuals that happened to just be Protestants who refused to conform to Catholicism, with the departure of these valuable contributors to society, trade and industry suffered. Economic growth stagnated. And additionally, the emperor's focus on religious enforcement diverted resources from economic development and infrastructure projects. Life in Austria kind of got a little bit harder. So imagine you 40% of your skilled tradespeople just vanish. This means there are are fewer resources available, so the price of those resources is going to go up. And this was already an era in which the common man in Austria was deeply, deeply economically depressed. The fourth consequence of this edict was the rise of Protestant coalitions. This is clearly not what he intended, but Ferdinand II's Edict of Conversion intensified the hostility between the Catholic and Protestant states, and this led directly to the rise of Protestant leaders from various European countries. These Protestant leaders formed coalitions to support their fellow Protestants in Austria. This escalated the scope of the conflict and drew in external powers. Austria has a track record of doing this, but this prolonged and expanded the Thirty Years' War, which was already devastating. And fifth, the fifth consequence of the edict was the legacy of intolerance. The edict's impact reverberated long after its initial implementation. The promotion of intolerance left deep scars on Austria's society and cultural fabric. The bitterness and the animosity between Catholic and Protestant communities persisted for generations. It hindered social cohesion and trust. When you have such deep religious conflicts, where you have Protestant families warring with Catholic families, you have people who will not support a merchant from the opposing religion, you have marriages which are forbidden between families, people were not allowed to marry from Protestant to Catholic. There was no intermarrying. So this also shaped the landscape and the future of Austria for generations to come. Emperor Ferdinand II's edict demanding the conversion of Austria's Protestants to Catholicism was a pivotal moment in the religious but most importantly political landscape of the Holy Roman Empire. The decree intensified religious persecution, it fueled political instability, and had severe economic repercussions. And it deepened the divide between the Catholic and Protestant factions, which left a lasting legacy of intolerance in the Austrian society. The consequence of this declaration shaped the trajectory of the Thirty Years' War and had a lasting impact on the historical development of Europe.
In today's devotional, we are exploring tolerance through the Hindu tradition. Our reading comes from chapter 6, verse 32 of the Bhagavad Gita. The world is a diverse tapestry woven by the divine. Tolerance is the needle that binds us together in love. Today we embark on a profound journey of understanding and embracing the concept of tolerance from a Hindu perspective. In the vast ocean of Hindu philosophy, we find teachings that celebrate unity amidst diversity and highlight the importance of compassion towards all living beings. The ancient Hindu scriptures affirm the truth of oneness that underlies the entire universe. Truth is one. The wise call it by various names. This profound declaration encapsulates the essence of tolerance in Hinduism. And as we walk the path of tolerance, let us remember that all paths lead to the divine and each person's journey is sacred. This is something Ferdinand II would have been wise to understand, that in respecting and understanding the different paths, we foster unity and harmony. We transcend the boundaries of religion, caste, nationality, race, socioeconomic status, by respecting the paths that lead to divine. We are able to come together in oneness we are able to fully understand and embrace that we are just embodiments of the divine experiencing each other subjectively. Just as within a family, there are diverse members with unique personalities, beliefs, and roles, the world is the same. There is a vast family of interconnected souls, each with a unique personality, unique set of beliefs, and a unique role within the world. And in this pursuit of tolerance, we should celebrate the fact that diversity adorns our family. Instead of fearing the differences, we need to see them as opportunities for learning and growth, and we need to foster an atmosphere of love, acceptance, and unity. The concept of ahimsa, or nonviolence, is at the heart of Hindu ethics. Tolerance is intertwined with compassion and kindness towards all beings, human and non-human alike. By practicing ahimsa, we create a nurturing environment that encourages mutual respect and understanding. And in the spirit of Ahimsa, let us refrain from causing harm, both in thoughts and in actions. Instead, let us radiate love and understanding. Let us sow seeds of harmony and peace in our interactions with others. You'll notice this is similar to other things we've talked about so far on this show, such as the Buddhist concept of metta, and in the Quaker concept of honoring that of God. So I invite you to take a moment today to reflect on the essence of tolerance as seen through the lens of Hindu teachings. Consider the times when you have experienced the beauty of diversity and unity in your life.
How can you deepen your practice of tolerance? How can you embrace the principle of oneness in your daily interactions? In today's prayer, I invite you to listen as you close your eyes and breathe deeply. O divine source of love and harmony, guide me on the path of tolerance. Help me see the unity amidst diversity and embrace every soul as part of the universal family. Grant me the strength to practice compassion to treat all beings with love and respect, and to sow seeds of peace wherever I go. In my pursuit of tolerance, may I draw closer to you and radiate your light to all corners of the world. May this daily devotional inspire you to embody the Hindu principles of tolerance, unity, and compassion in your daily life. Let us cultivate a world where acceptance and love flourish and where the threads of tolerance weave a tapestry of harmony and understanding among all living beings. Why, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the podcast at the end of the universe. I am tired. I'm so tired. I've gotten barely any sleep this week. I just got done having many, many guests here from out of town and a lot of dinners, a lot of parties, a lot of socializing, a lot of field trips. And now my schedule is finally clearing a little bit and I finally feel as though I have the space to start to rest and recover. And as I'm thinking about this, I am reflecting on self-care, which may very well be the topic of tomorrow's episode. But I want to hear from you. What topics are you interested in? Please use the feedback within Spotify and let me know. Till tomorrow, namaste.